0: It is Thursday, April 28th. We're talking Reds baseball today with Reds reporter Mark Sheldon. Mark, thank you for joining us. And uh, Mark, no secret that the Reds were in for a very tough stretch of baseball this past week, uh, seven straight games against two of the NL's elites and the Cubs and the Mets. Sure enough, a mark of just uh, one and six in those seven games after last night's 5-2 loss at City Field. Now the team has a day off today, this Thursday, to kind of catch their breath before Another tough series at PNC Park in the Berg against a very hot Pirates team. So, looking back at this uh, tough seven-game stretch, Mark, what were your primary takeaways, uh, good, bad, and ugly for the Reds?
2: Well, it's kind of been the same as the the issues that have plagued them since really the second week of the season. They've lost 12 of 16 now overall, and it's just the the pitching. It's just letting them down, uh, in part partially because of some younger guys that are not able to get into the later innings. And then even if they do, uh, the bullpen's just been too unreliable, and they're just giving up way too many home runs. They now lead the league. The major leagues are 39. They're on pace for a roughly a 300-home run season, which would smash uh, the existing record of, you know, do what you want with those paces. I know they, they kind of slow down eventually as the season wears on. But uh, the, the walks are uh, way up, and Brian Price is uh, kind of see the, those two things as going hand-in-hand hand, and You know they're are walking guys, and then those guys are you know after that are being forced to throw strikes and throw too many pitches, and eventually the hitters catch up to it and hit home runs. So that's been pretty much the big takeaway. Um, The offense hasn't been doing that great. There's been some nice moments of offense here and there, but they you know between uh, the Cubs and uh, Jake Arrieta and and guys like that, it's it's been tough sledding for the for the offense to get going too.
0: Yeah, it's been tough uh, all the way around for this Reds team. Again, just 1-6 uh, in their last seven games against uh, two very tough clubs in the Cubs and the Mets. And a potentially uh, big concern for the Reds uh, from last night's game was uh, John Moscott uh, departing with an injury. Uh, kind of explain what happened and what plan B might be if Moscott has to miss uh, any period of time here.
2: Well, he had a, as you may know, uh, last year, three starts into his major league career, he had a freak accident where he was trying to make a diving tag, and he separated his non-throwing left shoulder, had season-ending surgery. Uh, He got a late start this year because of an intercostal strain in spring training, but three starts now into second season, uh, that shoulder seemed to start barking on him a little bit in in the fifth inning of the game, his last inning. And it was pretty uncomfortable for him. Uh, they don't know if it was scar tissue breaking free or if he tweaked it or what he did. Uh, they did do an x-ray on it uh, last night uh, with the Mets team doctor. And they're just going to wait and see. And they're hoping for the best. They, you know, Brian Price was pretty optimistic that it wouldn't be serious. Moscot, though, was looked pretty uncomfortable. He was trying to get his shirt on. And he certainly, you know, his left arm wasn't as mobile as it normally is. So. Uh, we'll wait and see. The uh, the backup, actually, though, could be interesting because with the three starting pitchers that are returning from the disabled list soon in Anthony DiScofani and John Lamon and Homer Bailey, DiScofani especially is uh, making his final rehab start tonight in Dayton. He could possibly slide right into that rotation in that spot if, uh, if they decide that they have to put Moscow on the disabled list. So that they, they have backup in that sense, but um, you know, maybe they don't obviously want to see Moscow get hurt.
0: Obviously not. And, uh, Mark, I know that neither one of us uh, own medical degrees by any stretch of the imagination, but from what you've seen in uh, previous years and you see these guys deal with these these nagging injuries and things that kind of crop up out of nowhere, as what happened to Moscow last night with his non-throwing shoulder, could the cold weather in any way play a role here where – it's just harder for guys to, to kind of get as loose as they could be or should be when we have summer-like weather, when the temperatures are in the 70s and 80s. It's a cold, raw night in New York. Could that in any way contribute to something like this happening to John Moscott?
2: I don't know about that the, specifically for this injury, but I know that's a concern for a lot of guys. That's something that they had to watch out for for Devin Masarocco. It's one of the reasons why he didn't play in the second game of the series. You know, he's coming off of a hip surgery, and they wanted to make sure that he wasn't sprinting down the line and aggravating something when it was you know, yucky and cold out. Uh, they've been kind of careful with Zach Kozart in that sense, too. During the Chicago series at Wrigley, it was really cold, and they didn't want that to happen. Uh, you know, I don't know. They weren't, he felt fine. The only thing I can say for Moscow is that he felt fine the first four innings. This wasn't something that he, he dealt with from the get-go because it, it was cold, but it did catch up to him in the fifth didn't say that it was because it was cold they just said it happened and they don't really know why but uh but maybe yeah cold weather just certainly doesn't help
0: it's not helping at all and uh you just look at the the schedule today on this Thursday you see the the Tigers and the A's uh, in hoodies at Comerica Park the Pirates Rockies game in Colorado has already been snowed out uh, a a little bit I think wet snow there in Denver so you know at, at at some point we're going to have spring and summer weather, but it's clearly not happening uh, today as this cold spell has really been all across the country and uh, not baseball weather whatsoever. And, uh, Mark, speaking of uh, general aches and pains, poor Brandon Phillips, my goodness, <laughs> back on Monday night, you got to feel for that poor guy, uh, perhaps the most painful at-bat I've seen in quite some time. He first fouls two balls off his shin, and then to top things off, he uh, gets a fastball on the finger by none other than Noah Sindergaard of all pitchers. Uh he has not played since. Uh, what's the latest with him?
2: He's still day to day, but uh, Price believed that he would be ready by Friday. That that'll be three full days off uh, out of the lineup, including today's team off day. So that that seems pretty likely. He he doesn't like taking a lot of time off. He's not known for you know, milking injuries and things like that. Uh, so I would expect to see him back. He's very lucky though that that one in on his hand wasn't worse that was a 98 mile an hour fastball and the x-rays were negative on his finger but that could have been a lot worse and he uh one thing you do have to watch out for him is he has had uh hand injuries on that left side before uh he got hit within the left forearm a couple of years ago by tony watson of the pirates he really wasn't the same after that even though he only missed four games and then of course uh last year i think the year before he uh, tore ligaments in his thumb uh trying to make a catch and then missed Lost him 33 games and he also kind of wasn't the same when he got back so uh they have to definitely watch and make sure that his hand isn't you know adversely affecting his hitting did he immediately fear for the worst
0: uh, when that first happened because uh, you know his reaction to it as obviously anybody would you know he was he was in some serious pain what was kind of going through his head when when it first happened
2: yeah he, he certainly thought it was going to be worse uh he you know he kind of said Thor got the best of him and <laughs> kind of called that at that a big L. So uh, sometimes it's hard to tell with him with the injury thing on the field. Like I said, I know he doesn't milk injuries as far as missing playing time. He hates missing playing time, but I will say with some degree of certainty, he does have a flair for being a little dramatic when he has a on the field incident, like a pain situation. Um, so it's, I can't always pick out when, how serious some of, the, some of these injuries are. Sometimes it looks like he's, you know, headed for the emergency room and he comes out and plays the next inning. So, <laughs> that uh he definitely was definitely in a lot of pain from being plunked on the hand it's a very hard spot to be hit there's no flesh there's no protection and it's just and it's fastball and like you mentioned before the cold weather certainly doesn't help that either
0: yeah of course not and potential theatrics aside uh having that combined with fouling two balls off your shin that is an at-bat that he would love to put behind him and quickly so hopefully Brandon Phillips is uh going to be okay Shifting gears here a little bit, uh, I find it interesting that despite the team's struggles, they have just four wins in their last 16 games. They continue to steal bases at a very high rate, uh, entering today 17 steals on the season. That is tops in the NL. Is that something you kind of expected out of this team coming out of spring training, given their personnel, or is this more along the lines of a rather pleasant uh, development that nobody really saw coming?
2: Well, I expected it, but I didn't expect it to come from as many players as it did. I, I kind of expected most of those bases to be from Billy Hamilton. Um, but he, uh, he hasn't on base. He's been struggling offensively. He's got four steals. And but they've kind of spread the wealth around. I, you know, Brian Price, when he first took over as manager, really wanted to make an emphasis on running and taking the extra base and trying to produce runs that way. And it didn't really happen the first couple of seasons to the degree that he wanted. And this year, it, it seems like they're doing some, some things uh, very smartly. They're not just running on anything and, and creating havoc. They really are picking their spots. They're picking pitchers with slow uh, times to the plate or, or uh, they, they, you know, don't quick step or doesn't necessarily work uh, on the slide step or any of that stuff. They're looking at deliberate pitchers like, like De La Rosa and Syndergaard that take their time and they try to take advantage. They stole five bases on in one inning on De La Rosa of Colorado last week and they Got five uh, on Syndergaard the other night, and that's leading the runs. It does help them have rallies and produce runs. They just have to find ways to do it more and then pick those guys up with some bigger hits. I know one guy
0: that has not been stealing bases lately is Jay Bruce, but for a very good reason, Uh, his wife just gave birth to a baby boy, so congratulations uh, to the Bruces. Have you had a chance to speak with him lately?
2: No, no. He uh, was in Texas. Uh, on paternity leave, he's due back uh, Friday in the lineup with, uh, when they're in Pittsburgh. So uh, I would expect him to, to be greeted warmly. I, he did uh, post a picture of the of the of the boy, the baby boy. So looks like all is going well. And of course, uh, you know he's it's their first child, so he's very excited.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, he might be a little sleep-deprived when he returns to the team on Friday, but that is certainly understandable given the circumstances. Congrats to him and his wife, of course. And, uh, Mark, just to wrap up here, it would not be a Reds podcast without some weekly updates on the progress of some injured arms. We touched on this a little bit already, but again, uh, just the latest on uh, on Bailey, on Lamb, on DiScafani. I know Bailey in particular had a recent rehab outing where the defense behind him was uh, less than stellar, so it, it kind of skewed... His numbers somewhat. Just kind of talk about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, in Pensacola they made five errors behind him. Uh, That didn't give him the amount of innings he would have liked to have gotten. He got 78 pitches in four innings. They were hoping to get him to go five. Uh, Right now he's on schedule to pitch on Sunday at Louisville. But he indicated to the reporter in Pensacola that he might ask for an extra day there. He's kind of fatigued. You know, in the last week plus he's traveled from Arizona – to Cincinnati, went to Louisville, back to Cincinnati, to Pensacola, back to Cincinnati, and, and then back to Louisville again. So uh, he might want to just you know, ease off the gas a little bit and let his body recover. His elbow feels fine. They, they were happy with the reports of his velocity and his pitch control and his arm strength, so that, that was good. Uh, Scalfani's throwing tonight in Dayton, and they believe that's going to be his final uh, rehab outing as long as everything goes okay. and Conceivably he can go in, in the rotation next. And then John Lamb, who came off of a really kind of a poor outing where he got clobbered and they weren't really happy with his effort in Louisville, turned in a really good effort. He threw 105 pitches uh, over eight innings in Louisville last night with 80 strikes. So he he certainly heeded the message that was sent to him, I guess. And he looked pretty good. I don't know yet. They haven't really specified whether he would get – Another start down there. Whether they would bring him up in the rotation or send him to Triple A, you know, an option him that's still kind of in the air right now. They haven't decided on him, but I think you'll definitely see a changeover in the next week or so of the rotation. You could see three fifths of the rotation looking mighty different.
0: Yeah, that could be a big boost for a Reds team that just went through a very difficult stretch of one and six against the Cubs and Mets. A day off today. We'll see how they do at PNC Park in Pittsburgh against the Pirates this weekend. Mark Sheldon, we thank you as always for the time. In the meantime, Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras Cincinnati Reds.